Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Pumpin' Pal. Pumpin' Pal's angled flanges are here to upgrade your pumping journey. And today's episode is also brought to you by Similary Breast Pumps. From ultra-tiny pumps, as small as a sticky note, to fully adjustable pumps with 85 setting combinations, you're in control of your pumping journey. We will hear more from our sponsors later, but if you need anything, check our sponsor page over at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com first. We have a sponsor page with all of our sponsors, and see if you can give them any of your business, because they make this podcast possible. Uh, and while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address, and we will send you episodes straight to your inbox every week. And we're on Patreon. Check out all of our tiers at the top link um, under this episode in the show notes. You can click on that and you can see all the different things that we offer at the different levels. And we have a lot of fun over there. And it's not just, you know, we're not just hanging out. Like there's content, there's extra episodes, there's mini podcasts, there's our revolution parenting episodes, there's um, Zoom hangouts. Every month we get together and we hang out just online and we talk and, you know, either chit chat or vent or seek advice. Um, so we would love to get to know you over there. And we're still hosting our ongoing giveaway. So for anybody who leaves reviews around the internet, take a screenshot of that review, send it to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll send you a goodie bag with stickers and empowerment cards. And now Diane has our review of the week. I do have our review of the week. Kind of caught me off guard. Sorry. I was doodling. No, that's okay. <laughs> I do you mean have you it. hanging on my every word? <laughs> I'm just listening, playing along. <laughs> As an experienced breastfeeding mom, I have been enjoying this podcast in the wee hours of the morning nursing our second baby, almost three months old. There is so much I have forgotten from my first child. The hosts are so relatable and down to earth, and it's the, just the positive energy and key information I need to keep this wacky boob train on track. So glad I found them. And I love this. Well, she's listening in the middle of the night, which, you know, is pretty typical. But... um you forget so much, you know, it's, and I hear that all oh, yeah. the time from people who are on their second or third baby or whatever. And they're like, I don't, I just forgotten so much of, you know, it doesn't matter how much time has gone by either. It could be two years and you think you remember and you, there's just like those early days. You completely forget what those early days are like. Totally. It's so amazing it's, how you can just oh not, not remember at all. It's like you had it's amnesia. Like you, you block the whole thing out. I don't All think we would have babies is, again if we yeah, didn't block it out. That's what I tell people too. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I don't, I totally forgot about this. Like, yeah, because you'd never have another kid. If you remember in detail the sleep deprivation and the breastfeeding in the beginning and the recovery from childbirth, if you remembered all that stuff in detail, what it's like to have a brand newborn, we would not do it multiple times. No, no way. No. That's I, f I really believe that. And I know that there are some people out there that love the newborn period. God bless you <laughs> for doing <laughs> it over are. and over again. People are like, I love having a newborn. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hated that. It was so scary. I, yeah, I didn't. I was not so a fan. So scary and so stressful. No, I, I didn't mm -hmm. like it at all. I just thought we were all going to die all the time. 
I mean, I also had, you know, extreme postpartum anxiety, but, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what comes with having a baby what, for a lot of people. Is. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people, that's how it feels. And it's like, who wants to feel like that? I just, I can remember working in the hospital and walking into somebody's room and feeling like that again. Oh, my God. Like, wow, it just yeah. like overwhelmed me how much I Whoa. felt like and was like, okay, I, this is weird. Like, oh, it was it's just, like triggering because it's, mm-hmm. it's like trauma. Mm-hmm. And you see it or something triggers it or you get that feeling, a little taste of that feeling and it comes back like, ooh, it like haunts you. Oh my God, it was bad. Yeah. Wow. Totally triggered me. And it was less like, this is, that's why I couldn't have more. Like, yeah. I just couldn't do it again. Ugh. I couldn't go through it again. It was too much. So, like I said, if you're doing it multiple times, I have so much, so much faith in you and so much respect for you. Because it is hard. <laughs> yeah. It is hard. Um, but yeah, so that's going a little bit off the <laughs> off the review. But um <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much. She triggered us all. I know. Like, wow. <laughs> but Thank you so much for, you know, for sending that in for us. And if you have sent in reviews, we had a bunch come in over the holidays. And we thank did. you so much for that. Like, yeah, that was your awesome. stuff is coming. It's just we were slow along the holidays. We kind of yeah. took a little bit of a break. So we did. We took a really long break and it was nice. But your stuff is coming. We, we're, 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 we're getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, we are definitely getting into the swing of things. So you will you'll receive your thank yous for Put, for sending us that stuff. So thank you so much. And uh, we're going to go back to basics today. Da-da. Back to basics. Yes. Talk about positioning. Yes. My favorite position is laying down and sleeping. Isn't it though? Which you can do breastfeeding. And that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really great position. So we're going to talk a little bit about positions. And I don't remember why I thought about this. And it's been a while. I don't like, know. We have you talked just about send positions me, in the like, past. You send me ideas and I just write them down. I don't know. I know. While we were on our little break, I was like looking for some new ideas for us mm-hmm. and um, some topics for us to discuss. And we hadn't t- talked about positioning in a while. So I figured we would talk about this. But um, there are like, you know, when you're in the hospital, a lot of times they show you one position and they're like, or not. Or not, yeah. Or you're just kind of like going off of what you may have seen. Maybe you watched a YouTube video. Maybe you took a breastfeeding class. Um, and you're kind of going off of, you know, maybe one thing that you might remember. Because let's or, face it, we don't remember everything we learn in a breastfeeding right. class. But I mean, like, also, like, if you if you have a baby in our culture, I think everybody thinks they know how to hold a baby. Mm-hmm. You could just hold the baby on the back and put the bottle in their mouth. Like, that's what you see, right? You see it on TV, you see it in movies, you see, that's just what you see. I'm like, that's, that's how you hold a baby. I mean, I, I would just, if somebody told me different when I first had babies, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm holding the baby like everybody holds their baby. Totally. Like, we don't even know. No, we we don't don't even know what we're doing. Yeah. Because it's also bottle feeding is just normal. And so all of the normal things that we think about babies really comes from bottle feeding. So if you're breastfeeding, it turns out that there's all kinds of things that are, that don't transfer. 
Well, and automatically we go into that like cradle hold, like what they call the cradle exactly. hold. Because all, the, all I mean, the positions yeah. have a name, right? They all have a little right. name to yes, them. Yes, of course. And the that cradle hold. hold that's what everybody the, thinks. Right. That's what everybody knows. Where the baby's head is just kind of like in the crook of your elbow. And that's because that's how we hold a baby. And um, exactly. that's not a great breastfeeding position for a newborn. Believe it or not. That's like the worst position for a newborn baby to breastfeed in is that cradle position. And that's because it, it's just not enough support for the baby's head. And that's automatically the position that we go to because that's what we've, if you see a baby being held, that's what you see. And like, like you said, with a bottle, but yeah, for breastfeeding, it's not a great position. Uh -uh. So the basics behind it, like if we're talking about newborns, newborns are super floppy. (laughs) Like they're just a floppy bag of potatoes, right? Like they're just, there's just nothing, you know, like they're just floppy and head heavy, obviously. So yeah. they really can't, they can't support the weight of their head. They can't support the weight of anything, really. They can't support the weight of your breast. They can't, it's just too much for them. So it really is up to you to give your baby a lot of support. And that is like the number, one of the basics behind positioning. Now, the thing with positioning is it is key for breastfeeding. And I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you have to get the positioning right. You have to do what's go- what's comfortable for you. And what's comfortable for you might be different than what's comfortable for the next person. But there's com- a couple of definitely like key things that is going to help with positioning. And one of them is to make sure the baby has really good support. And that cradle position, there's not a lot of great support for the baby's head and neck in that cradle position because they're just like laying their head there on at on your arm. And there's no way they can like lift their head up to get onto the breast or to move their head to get onto the breast. So we want to yeah. make sure that you are offering really good support for that baby. So cro- I find that cross cradle, I think, is a better supportive hold if you're positioning the baby across the front of you because that is offering more support for the baby's head and neck. And that cross cradle is where you have your hand like at the base of the baby's neck. And then your arm is just kind of like across their back, like supporting down their back. Mm -hmm. And you are able to give them a little bit more support that way. And there always should be belly to belly with you, which might sound funny because, you know, like where else is your baby going to go? But babies can be a little bit wiggly and they can wiggle themselves onto their back or some of them, like depending on how the position your baby was in in the womb, sometimes their legs are still curled up a little bit and it's hard to get them in that belly to belly position because they're still like at those little frog legs. So you have to stretch them out a little bit, but um, belly to belly so that they're all in one line so that their head is not in a different direction than their body. Because if they're on their back and you're trying to latch them, then they have to turn their head to get to the breast. So you want to turn them in so that their belly is right up against your skin and make sure that's where they are. Having like pillows or something can be helpful. I mean, you don't have to have a specific breastfeeding pillow. I remember there was one person I said that to one time and she was like, you don't like, you don't need a breastfeeding pillow to breastfeed. She's like, you don't need one. Really? Like, no, you can use anything. Having support is great because that way you don't have to like hold the baby for 
you know, for 20 minutes on your own. But if you don't have a specific breastfeeding pill, you can use blankets, you can use a bed pillow, you can use couch pillows, you can use whatever you want, whatever is comfortable for you. I've had people come into my office with their bed pillows before. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, this is what I use. Like, okay, great. Perfect. No way am I going to ever just hold my arm there with my muscles. Don't do that. I know. Don't just hold the baby there. Find all, you know, all the pillows. Yeah. Your partner or whoever is there with you or the hospital people in there and just be like, I need pillows. I need to have myself propped up because that's going to be uncomfortable. And this is just remember, breastfeeding is a day-to-day thing. So if you're using all the pillows, like Abby said, get all the pillows, make yourself super comfortable. It doesn't mean that it's going to be like that forever. Because sometimes people are like, you know, well, then how am I supposed to do this when I go out in public? When you go out, by the time you're going out in public and breastfeeding, your baby's going to have a little bit more solidness to them. They're going to be able to support a little bit more weight on their own a little bit. Yeah. Like you're going to be able to do it, you know, without the pillows by then. You won't need them all the time. But in the newborn phase, when you're first figuring it out, be comfortable. Don't worry about the rest. Don't worry about what's going to happen a month down the line. Be comfortable, and this floppiness is is also just a newborn thing. Like you're not going to have to support the weight of your baby the entire time you're breastfeeding them. This is just in the beginning while you're figuring it out, and while your baby is still so brand new. So we want to position them. We want to make sure we're comfortable. We have lots of you know pillows. We've got lots of good support. They're belly to belly, and the baby should be nose to nipple. I don't care what position you're in. The baby, you could be lying down, you could be sitting up, you could be leaned back, whatever, but the baby should be up against your skin and nose to nipple. And when I say nose to nipple, all that is, is we don't want the baby's mouth across from your nipple because then they're not opening very wide. They're just opening just a little bit. If you have your, the nose opposite the nipple, they have to tilt their head to open their mouth. And that's exactly what we want them to do is to put their head back a little bit and open nice and wide. Not not nipple to mouth, nose to nipple. That way they can open up their mouth nice and wide. And they're going on chin first, too. They shouldn't be going on like mouth first. Their chin should be hitting the breast first. And the chin should be buried into the breast, not the nose. And sometimes mm-hmm. people think that it's the opposite. But we want the chin buried into the breast first, not the nose. Now, one of the things, and that's just like for a cross cradle position, but a lot of people really like the football position where the baby's on the side, Mm -hmm. which is great. Like if you had a C-section or if you have like a really little baby, or sometimes I've heard people say they feel like they can like see the baby's throat a little bit better and can watch the swallows a little bit better Mm. if the baby's on the side. But this is why we, you got a couple of different positions to choose from so that you can find one that you really like that's comfortable for you. And if you've got the baby on the side, you're doing the exact same thing. The baby should be their skin, their belly, right up against your skin, right up against your rib cage, nose to nipple, which means that they are tucked back nice and far. They shouldn't be way up high in front of you. They shouldn't be on their back. They shouldn't be, you know, bent in half, kind of like you know, curled up. Right. We want them on their side, up against your skin, 
pulled back so that they're nose to nipple. And again, like pillows on the side so that your baby's laying on, you know, on the pillow and lots of good support for your baby. And you, you can watch, you know, you can see what they're doing. And you also should be supporting the breast a little bit too. That's another thing that people ask about a lot. They're like, should I be supporting the breast? Should I have to hold on to the breast? In the beginning, when your breasts are like heavy and your milk is coming in and your baby can't support the weight of the breast, it can be really helpful to hold your breast. If you can latch your baby and let go of your breast and it feels fine, then you're good. But if you latch your baby and you let go of the breast and it feels shallow, the baby's not supporting the weight of the breast and the breast is just like sliding out of their mouth and becoming a very shallow latch. So you might want to hold on to the breast and that's going to make it a little bit more comfortable. So do what you feel is comfortable for you. If it feels better to hold the breast and it feels like a more a better latch, then definitely do that. Should we take a break? We should. Yeah. So let's take a break. And then we're going to talk about the laying down position. Hmm. I know. All right. We'll be right back. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Pump and Pal Angled Flanges. Pump and Pal's angled flanges are here to upgrade your pumping journey. Designed by a caring father to help his wife pump. The angled flange is the answer for parents needing something different than the common shape of the standard flange that comes with your pump. Pump and Pal flanges are designed to help improve your flow of milk and not constrict your milk ducts because of the way the flanges are able to shape to the natural angle of the breast. Pump and Pal offers medical grade silicone flanges designed specifically for parents that would be considered to have elastic nipples. This type of silicone is made to hold onto the breast tissue so that your nipple is not being pulled deep into the tunnel, like we see with hard plastic flanges. Pump and Pal now has a new milk storage bag that has a thermal sensor on the bag to help you indicate when the milk is too hot, too cold, or just right. You can now try five bags and their new sterilizer bag for free. Just pay the $2.99 for shipping and handling. Use code BADASS at checkout for $4 off any orders that you make at pumpinpal.com. That's P-U-M-P-I-N-P-A-L.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by Similary Breast Pumps. Simori Breast Pumps wants you to have control of your pumping journey with a continuous focus on research and development and a team comprised of CLCs. Simori Breast Pumps strives to offer pumps of every style. From ultra-tiny pumps as small as a sticky note to fully adjustable pumps with 85 combination settings, you're in control of your pumping journey. With resources like virtual breast shield sizing consults in English and Spanish, and an exclusive Get the Right Fit program that offers a third set of breast shields for free, Simori gives you vital tools for a successful journey. A safe choice for everyone. All Simori pumps, all Simori pump parts and storage bags are phthalate and BPA free. Better yet, Simori breast pumps can be personalized with a fun pump skin decal. See their full pump family at SimulreBreastPumps.com and use code BADASS for 15% off your order. Simulry Breast Pumps, that's C-I-M-I-L-R-E, BreastPumps.com. 
And all of our sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode, wherever you're listening from. You just need to click see more, I believe, under the episode. And it will open you up to the show notes and you can see our sponsors or promo codes. You can also head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com to check our sponsor page. And over at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll also find all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Oh. So one of the things I want to say about positioning is that if you find one that you're comfortable with, you don't have to switch around. And there is some debate about that. And I don't. I was kind of wondering, Abby, what you thought about it. Because I like... I always breastfed my kids in one position and because that's the one that worked for me. And, um, and that was like, that was fine. I've heard some people say you should switch positions. You should breastfeed your baby in different positions because that gets more milk out. Like some, I don't know, like, because it's better for your supply or something like that. But if you have a baby that's feeding efficiently, you shouldn't need to worry about, putting your baby in different positions. You can feed your baby in one position if that's the position that you like and that's what's comfortable for you. If you want to switch your baby around in different positions because of where you happen to be sitting or what you're doing, then that's fine. You can do that too. There really is no like, you have to do it this way. You know, like, I don't want you to feel like you have to do it a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you, if you speak to, um, like lactation consultants or um, certain people who are really into, I don't know, like I'm thinking of Nancy Moorbacher. She's really into like laid back breastfeeding and she's done a lot Mm. of like research with it. And she does helps a lot of people do that, which is just basically what we were talking about with like leaning back and the baby is kind of instead, it's like the opposite of the cradle cold, cradle hold where you're leaning back and you're relaxing and the baby is, like belly to belly with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're like learning about positions and you need help with positioning, people are going to show you like what is like the like ergonomically most comfortable position or helpful position with breastfeeding. But like if you did something else or you tried that and it wasn't comfortable and then you and you did something else and it's working, then it doesn't matter. Like, like milk is going to come out better. I mean, if milk's not coming out, then like, you're going to realize that and you're going to have issues. And like a lactation consultant might help you with positioning, but I don't know of like positions that like restrict breast milk flow. Like unless your baby is just not like latched on very well. Right. Which positioning like it, can help with, but if everything's going fine, then don't cause issues where there are none. Right. Leave exactly. It. Leave it alone. Exactly. I don't care if you're breast if you want to oh, it just works really great when we when we're upside down. I don't whatever. <laughs> just do it. I know. If you're fine with that, then don't mess with it. You don't have to mess with it. No, absolutely not. Um laying down though, like side lying is a great position because you can sleep. It's great for like if you have a faster milk flow, laying down or leaning back, reclining. Those are really good because it'll slow the flow of milk. Like gravity just kind of slows things down. Um, as long as you are doing the same 
the same theories. You're like nose to nipple and you've got the baby pulled in close to you. One of the things that I see happening with lying down or with side lying is people tend to put the baby like up under their arm, like into their armpit almost, because that's kind of like opposite of your breast, but then the baby's up too high. So you have to kind of pull Mm. them down a little bit so Mm -hmm. that they're looking up at the breast. That is really where they do much better like that. Um, And then like pull them in nice and close so that their belly is right up against your skin too. And that's perfect. And that is just a great comfortable position to feed your baby in. If you have a C-section, like just if you don't want to like sit up sometimes in like the laid back position, like you were just talking about that position can be really great. Like with a C-section again, we used to do that position a lot. Like when parents were just coming out of a C-section when I worked in the hospital, because they're kind of yeah. like at a re- at an incline a little bit. They're not laying completely flat. Or if you like had stitches or episiotomy or something like that, and you don't want to sit up directly, yeah, yeah. that could be a really great position if you're really sore because it just takes a lot of pressure off of you. So all you're doing there is you're just like leaned back and you have the baby across just across your body. And that can be really comfortable. Um Again, whatever you have to do, what feels comfortable for you. Because I can say, "Oh yeah, this is the best position." But if you feel like it's not working for your body shape or for your breast shape or for you know you feel like you can't see your baby as well as you want to, or you can't really see what's going on, then switch it. You know, switch into a different position. Do what is comfortable for you because that's what's really the most important thing. We want you to be in a position that's comfortable. And then as your baby gets a little bit bigger, putting babies into like a cradle hold where you can just like pop them into the crook of your arm, that's a little bit easier to do once they're a little bit bigger. But when they're little, you really need to give them as much support as you possibly can because they just can't do that on their own. They can't. Yeah. They can't. It's too much. It's too hard. They can't, you know, it's just not working. If the if the latch is painful, then we want to definitely look at what the positioning looks like. Some babies like some babies don't do well in certain positions, and that sometimes can have happen if they're like maybe their neck is a little bit tight, their muscles are a little bit tight and sore from being in the womb, from being born. Um, maybe they do really well in cross cradle on the right breast, but they don't do well in cross cradle on the yeah. left breast. So we want to definitely, if they're, if you find that you try to put your baby on in a certain position and it's painful for you, switch them, put them in a different position, see what works. I can remember being in the hospital, like working in the hospital and putting babies in four or five different positions before we found one that worked well. Yeah. You just got to move them around. Yeah. Because they are like, they just got here and they don't, (laughs) you know, and then you'll find as your baby gets bigger, like they'll have their favorite kind of position especially if they're like a little bit older and they can just crawl over and get into their own get into Mm -hmm. their own position they'll just get in there yeah they tend to do that babies tend to do that on their own once they really you know once they really have more control over their body a little bit better yeah then they can open wider they have more you know they can just do a little bit better but in the beginning, it's just like, it's so hard because it feels like you're trying to do all this stuff with your baby and they're not like helping you. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're not very helpful. They are not, not, helpful, not at all. helpful at all. No. Yeah, your they baby's really not going to help you. Your baby doesn't know what to do. We always talk about breastfeeding is really normal and natural, and it's but it's learn. They have to learn how to do it, and they're only going to learn it from you because they don't know what to do. They really don't. They don't know what they're doing. And then as they get a little bit older, like is and I don't mean like oh yeah, by the time they're six months old, no, as they're getting a little bit bigger, like four or five, six weeks, they're getting a little bit more stability to them. They're, you know, they're getting a little bit stronger. Their head and neck control is a little bit better. They will be able to do a little bit more at, you know, at that point too. And that's okay to let them grow with it. You know what I mean? But in the yeah. meantime, you have to kind of help them along the way. Um, if you are finding that, you know, certain positions work really well for you and then you're like, well, what do I do when I'm in public? This is really hard. It's really hard to find a position that works for me in public. Um, you know, I, I'm because I feel like, you know, I can only really do cross cradle or I can only do football hold and I can't do football hold when I'm in public. Maybe give yourself some time because that will come. All of that stuff gets a little bit easier as you're doing it. You know, going out in public, like nursing in public right away and getting your baby in a position that works well for you. Like sometimes you have to really be comfortable latching your baby, which can take some time getting the right position. And then once you go in public, it's really easy to pop your baby on the breast when you're really comfortable in a certain, in, in a specific position. Mm -hmm. Cause that can, you know, that can take a little bit of time to kind of get all that stuff together. If totally. your baby, if you're finding that it doesn't, like a, a, a latch doesn't feel comfortable, don't just pull your baby off. You have to, what you have to do to break the seal, you have to break the seal of the latch. So stick your, like your pinky finger into the corner of the baby's mouth and you almost have to like pry them off your breast. If yeah. you just pull you have to, like, them let off. air in there to get the, break the seal. Exactly. If you just like pull them off, they're going to hold on and that's going to like pull your nipple and that's not comfortable. So you definitely want to like break the seal, take them off and start over again. They will be fine. Don't leave a baby on your breast if it's painful and the position isn't right. Because that is going, all that's going to do is cause nipple damage. And then that's going to make it harder for you to get the baby positioned the next feeding because then you're going to be in pain. And we don't want that. That's the last thing we want. One of the most important things to remember is like breastfeeding should not be a painful experience. Like if it's painful the whole time, you should have a little bit of like when you first latch the baby, you might feel a little bit of like tenderness, a little bit of, you know, discomfort, maybe a little bit of tenderness, sensitivity but you shouldn't feel pain. And that, even that initial latch, we call it like initial latch pain, that should go away within like 30 to 60 seconds. And then you, all you should feel should be like the pull of the baby nursing or the tugging, which might feel weird, but it shouldn't be like, oh my God, this is so painful. Um, if you Don't have that initial... Because people, people will tell you like, oh, it's supposed to hurt at first. It's not. And people go, oh, yeah, you're breastfeeding. It's going to be painful for a couple of weeks. And then your nipples hard, you know, harden up and toughen up. And then you're fine. No, that's a bunch of bullshit. Don't listen to any of that stuff. Ugh. You should not have pain that lasts throughout a feeding. If that initial latch pain goes on the entire time you're nursing your baby, 
we need to fix that position because that is not what's working for you guys. It is not working. So we need to look at it and go, okay, what is going on with this position that we need to change it? Um, it should not be a painful. You should not have like nipple damage. You shouldn't have any of that stuff going on. No, nipple hardening, please come on. Or toughening up. That doesn't happen. Nipples don't toughen up. I don't know why anybody says that. It's so annoying. <laughs> That's it really just, is. It's so weird. It really like, is weird. Nipples toughen up. That is like a not a body part. That's not. You shouldn't have calluses like on your right. nipple. It doesn't happen. Not like that. But your um your baby and you should, you know, kind of find a way, find a position that works best for you. And like I said, it doesn't have to be the same one. It can be the same one if you want it to be. It can be different positions depending on what you're doing. There is no right or wrong. It's not like you have to feed your baby in this position. This is the best position for you. Like, for example, my twins were born by C-section. I did not nurse in the football position because that just was not comfortable for me. And people say that, oh, you had a C-section? You should put the baby in the football hold because then they're not across the front of you. That wasn't comfortable for me. So I didn't. I never nursed them in that position. It just wasn't comfortable. So mm -hmm. I put them across the front of me. Do what's comfortable for you. Don't worry about what other people are telling you that you have to do. Do what is comfortable for you and your baby. And you're going to figure that out as you're going through it. Not because somebody... And sometimes I'll have people come to my office and be like, this is what they showed me in the hospital. This is the only one I know how to do. And they're doing like one position. And it's like, and that's fine if that's working for you. But if you want to learn something else then definitely like contact the lactation consultant and be like, I want to figure out some different positions. I want to learn how to lay down. I want to learn how to do laid back position. I want to learn how to do cross cradle or whatever um, to where it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Or watch some YouTube videos or something. I'm not big on YouTube videos. I know I'm like, I've missed the boat on YouTube videos. Tom can watch them all day. I'm just yeah. not... Well, especially it. if you're trying to figure out positioning, it can be helpful because you're seeing somebody else just do, yeah. you know, it's like, I can't quite picture what they mean by football hold. And then you can look at it and see it and I don't know. That yeah. can help. It can be helpful. But you don't like, you don't like so them though? I mean, I don't, uh, I, maybe I just haven't really found my groove with it, I think. I think that's my problem. I don't know. Yeah. Just like breastfeeding YouTube videos or just, just YouTube like overall, videos in like general? Life. <laughs> just YouTube videos in, in general. I've seen some good YouTube, like some good breastfeeding YouTube videos. I've put them in my classes and stuff like that. Um, some good like positioning ones and stuff. So I know that they are out there. There's definitely some really good ones out there. But just to like watch YouTube videos, I'm not into it yet. I haven't found my thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my 2024 thing yeah. I'll, I'll do. Is I'll get into YouTube videos. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll make yeah. some of my own. Yeah. We have some. Like we have a YouTube channel. We do have a few. Yeah. We do have a few up there. So if you, you know, want to follow us on YouTube, you can go ahead and do that. But we don't have a lot. We should put more up there. We just don't have a lot. You just said yet. you don't like YouTube videos. I know, but other people do, do, so I need to get on the bandwagon. We put all that stuff in uh, Patreon now. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So all that stuff is, yeah, we do have more of that in Patreon now. 
But yeah, so that's pretty much it for positioning. So basically, bottom line is be comfortable. Baby should be nose to nipple, belly to belly, nose to nipple, regardless of like if you're laying down, if you're sitting up, whatever you're doing, have that baby nice and close to you. Um, make sure you're comfortable. Be in a position that's comfortable. And if, you, if you're not comfortable, switch the baby around into some, in a different position. It could be that your baby's not comfortable. So make sure that you're moving that baby around and, and get into positions that are comfortable. And we help, if you need help finding one that works for you, definitely don't hesitate to find a lactation consultant that can help you with that. And that's kind of it for positioning. Bottom line. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.